Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. What is the No Spin News all about? You know that this is a fact-based analysis news program. You know that. We avoid speculation. We don't do conspiracies here. We don't do party politics here. We're not nonpartisan. That's wrong. Not that. Okay, we are advocates for a stronger America and a more just society. We don't believe in communism. We don't believe in socialism. We don't believe in nihilism. We don't believe in the progressive woke culture. We think it is un-American. We don't support that. So you should know what we are, and it would then crystallize what we do. Listen to the No Spin News. Subscribe to Bill O'Reilly's podcast feed wherever podcasts are available. I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful, a lot of anxiety, and it's going to get worse. And I realized that one of the things that helps me take away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun. So on this podcast, we take the news of the day and we run it through the Bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before and we can rise above again. Politics by faith, anywhere you listen to the podcast, politics by faith. Trump has a Mar-a-Lago dinner with a notorious white supremacist. Kim Kardashian finally speaks out about Balenciaga. This is Can't Cancel Rob Smith. Hello, Problematics. I hope your Thanksgiving went very well. Of course, you know, I took a little break last week. I was um, celebrating Thanksgiving with everybody else. You know, before I get into Kanye West's uh, dinner with Trump and in the white nationalist uh, Nick Fuentes at Mar-a-Lago that was blowing up my feed, I, I swear to God, I decide to take literally one day off of Twitter. <laughs> and I think this this news broke on Thanksgiving. So I decided to take one day off of Twitter. I wanted to take the whole four days off. But I take one day off and I log back on on the Friday. And then just all hell is breaking loose. My, my, my Twitter is blowing up and everything. But I, I'm going to get into all that in a second. <clears throat> but first, you know, in the spirit of Thanksgiving, in the spirit of holiday season... I've started to notice something about the economy and just about how expensive things are going on here. And I made a tweet about this that went pretty viral. So, and this is a true story. I just would not lie about something like this. Like, you guys know I have more integrity than that. So, I'm in um, Publix. I think it was a couple of days before Thanksgiving. Uh, it was probably, I think it was like the Wednesday before Thanksgiving. I was just grabbing a couple of things. And there's somebody um, <clears throat> ahead of me, and he has this ham. This ham is not very large at all. It's maybe like a half a ham. And, you know, they scan it. It says whatever it says. And he says, oh, you know, I'm going to, I'm gonna, you know, put this back. I'm going to take this back. And so I'm like, you know what? Just go ahead and put it on mine. You know, I did pretty, I, I did okay this year. 
I'm good. Just go ahead and put them on. He's like, you sure? I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> the ham was $53. <laughs> Problematics. This little ham was $53. And it really, you know, made me start thinking, um, just really start wondering how people are really surviving out here. You know, there's a lot of stats about how this economy is working right now. There's a lot of stats that says even people are making um, $200,000 plus per year are struggling. And it, it really did um, make me wonder how people are doing. It made me feel bad for for people that are struggling. And then, you know, I tweeted this out and, and there was a follower <clears throat> that <clears throat> had said that she wasn't going to be able to have Thanksgiving dinner. So I sent her a couple hundred bucks via Cash App. And it just, you know, it, it just felt like a good thing to do. And it just made the thing about giving is that it makes you feel good. Um, so it, it so giving can be selfish in that way. I learned that um, from a mentor of mine that it's okay. Um, it's okay to give because it makes you feel good. But I, I really do wonder how people are doing in this economy, and it just really made me wonder. Everything is so expensive, and you know, look, we go on to cable news sets, and and you know, you sit here and watch, you know, these millionaires on the cable news networks talking about inflation, talking about all of this other stuff, and I just wonder if they really feel it. Okay, or if they're just doing talking points, because I got to tell you, you problematics, I'm not that far away from, I have never been food insecure or anything like that, but I'm not that far away. And I've told this story before. I made uh, $30,000 in New York City my first year out of high, out of um undergrad. And after taxes and rent and all that stuff, that ended up to being about 175 bucks a week. So I was surviving on $175 a week in New York City. Uh, this was back in 2008, 2009, you know, when, you know, inflation wasn't nearly what it is right now. So I really do wonder how people are getting by. And it really does make me afraid for the future because I really do think that um, there's a recession coming. I think it's going to hit hard. I, I think it's going to be not fun for a lot of people. And I think a lot of people are going to get caught up in this. And these were, of course, some terrible choices that were made by everybody who uh, rushed through the the trillions of dollars of quote-unquote COVID relief, uh, very little of which went to the average worker and a lot of pork went to, you know, government-funded institutions and, and you know, your, your faves and Congress on both sides have laundered that money to God knows where. And it, it's deeply unfortunate, but this is, this is where we are as a society. So I, I'm glad that I was able to get that ham for that man. I was glad I was able to give, you know, one of my followers a nice Thanksgiving. But I wonder, um, and I'm very, very nervous as to what the future has in store for working class, for for paycheck to paycheck, for people that are the working poor in this country. And that was a little aside, but I kind of just wanted to to talk about that in the spirit of Thanksgiving. So now to the main event for today, like I said at the beginning of the show, my feed and my phone and all of this is just blowing up with this news about Trump having the dinner with Kanye West and Milo Yiannopoulos and this white nationalist named Nick Fuentes at Mar-a-Lago. Now, this Nick Fuentes person, you may 
have only been hearing this name for the first time over the past week. He's been fairly notorious in the conservative movement for a couple of years. There's a point in time where I was uh, just a little bit more deeply involved with Turning Point USA. I was doing lots of speeches and, and stuff with Charlie Kirk. So this guy and and sort of his super, super far right people tried to infiltrate um, the mainstream conservative movement. You know, they hated me because I was gay. They hate black people. They hate Jewish people. You know, this guy's a Holocaust denier. He makes Nazi jokes. He talks about replacing the white race. You know, like he went to Charlottesville. I mean, it, this is this is really, really bad stuff. And it's out there for the entire Internet to see if you Google him or if you look at any of the stuff. So when I first got news about this dinner, I thought, OK, so there's a couple of things going on here. First of all. I knew that this had Milo's paw prints all over it, Milo Yiannopoulos, who's scum, um, and who has actually released, you know, some statement on uh, his Telegram because he's still kicked off of Twitter. But he said something about, you know, we need to make Christian first values, et cetera, et cetera. And then Trump didn't do this before, blah, blah, blah. So this thing was all set up by Milo, who obviously knew exactly who Nick Fuentes was. Kanye West knew who Nick Fuentes was. Kanye West is obviously going very, very hard into the um, anti-Semitic direction nowadays. And it, it it's really sad. And as I said on Twitter, you know, Kanye West flying privately with Nick Fuentes and Milo Yiannopoulos, I mean, Kanye's gone. If this is the direction he's going in and he's trying to run for president with this message, I don't know what's going on with Kanye West. I don't care for me personally. <clears throat> he did have some interesting things to say, um, and there is a lot of truth in what he speaks about other issues um, outside of that. But for me, it's all just so nutty, and it's all just so crazy, and it's all just so fringe that for me, like, I got to tap out. And I feel like Kanye had, I, I feel like he could have done a real service to the black community if he really kept up with that messaging and in, in talking about Planned Parenthood, talking about abortion, talking about God, um, talking about the black family, talking about the black father, all of those things, I think he could have made a massive, massive, massive impact. But now he's gone in this super fringe, super crazy, super far right direction. And, and, you know, I was just doing a news hit today for the Hill TV and I was on with some Democrat. And he started talking about far right. And so I was, well, excuse me, because you guys call everything far right. So you're going to have to define what far right is. And you're going to just have to stop using buzzwords because you guys will call anybody to the right of Liz Cheney far right. And that's not fair. But this Nick Fuentes person, you know, Milo Yiannopoulos, who last I heard claimed to be an ex-gay and is in convert. It's, it's just all so nutty and all so fringe and all just so bizarre. That I don't even really know what to say about it, but look, the, the the people that are that are worshiping Kanye West, and by the way, there's a lot of figures on the conservative side um, that do not like gays, that just are looking for an excuse to go into this sort of anti-Semitic direction, and now criticism of Jewish people or criticism of, I believe, the amount of money that uh, the United States sends to Israel, like, I don't think that that is anti-Semitic at all. Um, I think that, I think that there are some criticisms that can be made that don't veer into anti-Semitism. Okay, and there are, and I talk to Jewish friends on the right that agree with me, you know, in that capacity, right? But when you start, you know, 
denying the Holocaust. And, you know, when you start making, like, oven jokes and stuff like that, like Nick Fuentes did, and, and you know, this man is called, um, he, he said, like, having sex with black people is like having sex with the dog. It's degenerate. I mean, it just, the stuff is all out there. It's all, it's, it's, it's lunacy. And so back to how this deals with Trump. Um, you know what? I'm going to get into how this factors into Trump after the break. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. All right. Welcome back. Problematic. So we're getting into the latest scandal of the Trump 2024 campaign, which is him having a dinner at Mar-a-Lago with Nick Fuentes, who is a notorious, notorious anti-Semite, white nationalist, hardcore racist, homophobe, scum of the earth, uh, whatever, whatever ism you would like to attach to him, he has trafficked in it, right? And so this is the question that I have, and I've said this on Twitter, and every time I say something anti-Trump, I get ratioed because I apparently have a very... Um, a, a large portion of my fan base that found me when Trump was president, and I was somebody that, yes, I came into prominence during the Trump years. I, I rode the Trump train, if you will. And for me, the reason why, number one, the reason why I gained prominence is because I'm talented and why I've, I've remained prominent is because I'm talented and I'm trained and I'm skilled. And there's a lot of people who we're just all Trump all the time that you don't really hear from uh, much anymore because that's all they had, right? And that's why they're so uh, a little desperate for Trump 2024 to happen. They're so desperate for that to happen. They will excuse anything. They will say and do anything to sort of get back uh, into that circle. And how this has to do with Trump is that I thought, so look, the argument can be made that maybe Trump didn't know who Nick Fuentes is. I don't believe that. I don't believe that that I didn't I don't really believe that he didn't know who Nick Fuentes was that he had never he he was on Twitter way too much to not know who this was just like I didn't believe that when Marjorie Taylor Greene spoke at the America First conference that she didn't know who he was she knew exactly who he was 
And then she had to walk that back, and it makes her look fringe. It makes them all look fringy and crazy. Because when you sit down with fringe and you sit down with crazy, you become fringe and crazy, right? And I had a a segment today on the Hill TV. I should, you know, grab that and pull the audio. Maybe I'll play it for you next episode. But there was some Democrat on the other end of the panel, and he said, well, you know, we have told you what Trump was this entire time, and now are you listening? Now you're listening. I said, stop. First of all, you guys have lied and misrepresented Trump for the past seven years. You guys take tweets out of context. You guys take quotes out of context. You guys lie. The Charlottesville, very, very fine people on both sides smears one of the biggest lies in American political history. So easily disproven, but a lot of people still believe it, right? And so these people have lied and lied and lied and lied and lied about him for the past seven years that for the hardcore Trump MAGA fan base, it becomes the boy who cried wolf. They're not going to start listening to you now that you're actually right about something, that you're actually right about the fact that it is beyond the pale, that he sat up at Mar-a-Lago and had dinner with this kid. And, and, and by the way, even if he didn't know who Nick Fuentes was, he was, uh, he was naive enough to get played by Milo Yiannopoulos, who knew exactly what he was doing. So if you're the Trump and you're running for 2024 and you're getting played by Milo Yiannopoulos and Nick Fuentes is using you for more press and become more famous or whatever, what does that say about your judgment? What does that say about the people that are behind you? So... I got to say, and, and I did an episode, you know, right after this announcement, that this Trump 2024 campaign is not getting off to a good start. And the reason that it's not is because I know for a fact that some of the, the A squad from the first go around was asked to return and they said no. Um, Ivanka just released a statement that said, I'm focusing on being a wife and a mother and I'm focusing on building a private life with my family. She's not doing it again, right? So you're not left with the best people. He's not left with the best people right now. The 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 best people are not around him advising him. Um, there's not a lot of people that are really around him telling him the truth. And I've I've spoken to people that are in Trump world that have direct contact with Donald Trump. And I told them verbatim that this is a huge screw-up, and they need to figure out a way to fix it. Oh, and by the way, it's not going away. It's just going to come up, and the attacks from this will come up from the right and from the left. You had better believe it. You had better believe 100% that he is going to get attacked from the right and the left. And so the people that are so desperate to put hashtag Trump 2024 in their Twitter bios to endorse Trump for 2024, um, to just get on this thing, to just be the first one there. It's thirsty. It's desperate. It's pathetic. It is just so thirsty. And it really does reek of insecurity. You're so insecure about the fact uh, about the chances that Trump has to get the nomination in his own right, you want to just come out on the gate, come out of the gate, um, endorse him, 
and then try to scare everybody else away. It's not going to happen, okay? It wasn't going to happen even if this was this rollout was flawlessly executed, which it has most certainly not been. And if I was somebody that was advising that campaign right now, which I'm not, the advice would be to get some better people around you because you're getting played by Milo Yiannopoulos. This uh, Nick Fuentes is like this 93-pound neo-Nazi scumbag, and he has used you to make himself more famous than ever. And so that's where you are if you're Trump and you're running for 2024. It just doesn't look good. The optics are bad. And so you're going to run for 2024. And you are going to make these kinds of mistakes. And then sort of like play footsie with people like Nick Fuentes. And then release some statement on, on Truth Social, that, which nobody uses, by the way. That says that, oh, well, you know, um, I don't know who that person was. Kanye West came with other people that I didn't know. And I do not know Nick Fuentes and all of this other stuff. It's ridiculous. Should he denounce him? Absolutely. But you know what? The dinner never should have happened in the first place. He never should have put himself in the position to denounce him. Because now, you're running in 2024. Not only are you going to get all of the smears... All the old smears that they have, but now you're literally giving them new material. So if you're anybody that has a shred of independent thinking left in them, you are looking at this, as I am, by the way, because I am not on anybody's campaign. I am not paid by the RNC. I am not on the Trump campaign. I do not get any money from being some sort of a Trump loyalist or sycophant. I call it how I see it, and I tell it how it is. And I do know some people in Trump world. I am social friends with some people in Trump world. And I think that they appreciate that I keep it real. Because it doesn't seem to me at this point that there are very many people that are in the 45th president's inner circle that are being honest with him about the moves that he's making about the people that he is surrounding himself with, and how this is going to look to independent voters, which, by the way, he lost in 2020. By the way, he lost white people. By the way, he lost uh, white suburban women. He He lost all these people in 2020. And so my question is, do you think that this behavior is going to get them back? Answer's likely no, right? But this is where we are. In the Trump 2024 campaign, we're having dinner at Mar-a-Lago with neo-Nazis named Nick Fuentes and hoping that it'll just blow over or hoping that a post on Truth Social, distancing yourself from him, uh, will be enough. And like, this is not going to come up at every single debate. Like, you're not going to take the arrows from this from the right and from the left. So all in all, This campaign for Trump 2024 is getting off to a sloppy, sloppy start. And anybody that you're going to listen to that is going to tell you differently is not telling you the truth. They are sycophants. They are being paid by the campaign or 
they're loyalists or their entire world revolves around um being a being in good graces with trump world mine mine does not my my world does not depend on that i've made it abundantly clear and i've made moves this year to have a life outside of politics so that i am not constantly surrounded by the kinds of people that are in politics so trump's got a got a choice to make you know either clean it up or man i don't even want to think what do i think he'll get the nomination who knows I think a strong competitor, I think a really strong competitor will knock him out. I think there's I think that there's so much blood in the water and I think people sense it. I think there's a lot of blood in the water. But we'll see what happens. All I know is this. This campaign is getting off to the messiest start. All right, coming up, Kim Kardashian finally breaks her silence on the Balenciaga child sexualization photo shoot scandal, and it is a very tepid response. I'm going to get into that with you right after the break. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. All right, welcome back, Problematic. So if you've been listening to the show and been on social media at all, over the past week and a half, you have seen the outrageous Balenciaga ad campaign, which has created a <laughs> a crap show for the luxury designer. This was the ad campaign that depicted children holding these sort of uh, BDSM-themed teddy bears. Uh, the one photo the most disturbing one and i've um tweeted about this and i did sort of like a breakdown of the photo on my twitter account there is a girl um laying on her stomach uh there is uh, there are adult tennis shoes there's half empty wine glasses there is a sofa that is in the double heart shape which is kind of like a pedophile calling card you can find all this the stuff online it's very disturbing um and so the imagery in this photo is deeply disturbing, right? And so <laughs> this isn't just a conserv- a case of quote-unquote conservatives pounce, right? This is a case of, like I said in the episode where I broke this all down last week, these people are showing you exactly who they are and daring you to say something. And notice that there was 
absolutely zero outrage from the left. All of the outrage came from conservatives, and it was so blatant and it was so obvious that Balenciaga actually is in the process of suing <clears throat> the set designers and the people that were behind this photo. They have deleted their Twitter. Um, I believe that they had completely wiped their Instagram. They're in hardcore damage control mode about this. And mind you, um, only sort of conservative media figures and influencers have been talking about this. There have been no Hollywood actors and actresses really talking about this. None of the people that wear Balenciaga, none of the people, you know, both Nicole Kidman and uh, Isabel Huppert are both in current Balenciaga campaigns. Of course, they didn't say anything about it. Of course, they, you know, probably may not be able to legally <clears throat> as brand partners, but you know their fam- their most famous brand partner is Kim Kardashian. Kim Kardashian is has been wearing Balenciaga for a very long time. She has finally spoken out on Twitter. It is a statement that is tepid at best. This is what she had to say. I've been quiet for the past few. Di- no, that was my Kim Kardashian. It's really bad. Um, <laughs> so it says. I've been quiet for the past few days, not because I haven't been disgusted and outraged by the recent Balenciaga campaigns, but because I wanted an opportunity to speak to their team to understand for myself how this could have happened. As a mother of four, I've been shaken by the disturbing images. The safety of children must be held with the highest regard, and any attempts to normalize child abuse of any kind should have no place in our society, period. I appreciate Balenciaga's removal of the campaigns and apology. In speaking with them, I believe they understand the seriousness of the issue and will take the necessary measures for this to never happen again. As for my future with Balenciaga, I am currently reevaluating my relationship with the brand, basing it off their willingness to accept accountability for something that never should have happened to begin with and the actions I am expecting to see them take to protect children. So she has been roundly blasted for this. This is a sort of, um, I am frustrated by this and outraged by this, but I'm going to continue um, to take the money with this. This is obvious. Obviously, that's what this is. You know, when it comes to Kim Kardashian's level, who even knows if she wrote this tweet? Who knows if her lawyers didn't pressure them into, you know, giving her an even larger salary? Um, to wear these clothes, I, I think that this outrage, this Balenciaga thing, this has become cultural in a way that has moved far beyond the sort of uh, conservative media influencer realm, right? right? There's so many things that <clears throat> we speak of on the conservative side that don't get a whole lot of attention in mainstream media because, you know, it's it's easy for them to just write us off as crazy or kooky or whatever, and even on The View, they couldn't really bring themselves to denounce it. They just said, oh, well, you're giving fuel to the fire to the far right. And, it, it, you know, it's just, I'm not even going to play the clip for you because it's so completely ridiculous. But this is what I said when I broke down the Balenciaga stuff last week. And that is this. These people are telling you who they are. These people are telling you who they are and what they're expecting is for you to either not notice, um, or I, I. And this is what I truly think they they thought was going to happen. I, I thought I I 
there's no way when you look at this photo, there's no way that this stuff was not intentional. Every single p, every single item in that photo, the arrangement, all of this stuff it was intentional. This was the intentional message to put out. <clears throat> now, whether this message was overt pedophilia, was it meant to satirize these messages? Like, who knows? I have no idea. I think it's overt. That's what I truly believe. I truly believe that this was overt pedophilia. Because when you do a deeper dive into some of the imagery that comes from a lot of these luxury houses and a lot of the higher up people that are involved in luxury fashion, you're getting a lot of Satanist stuff, you're getting a lot of pedo stuff, you're getting a lot of uh, cannibalism stuff. It, it, it's all there. Just, you know, look for it on Twitter. There's people that do these deep dives into this stuff all the time. So it's all out there. And I think that this is a case of them showing you who they are. And there was a very, very interesting clip uh, from Andrew Tate, who I've actually, since he's like just exploded so much, I've, I've started to kind of get into you know some of his stuff. And this is what he had to say about it. I, I thought that, the, that this, is, this take on it is interesting enough to share with you. If it was done on purpose, which as we've just deciphered, it must have been, why are they doing this? And I don't think many people understand why a brand like Balenciaga would so openly show the world that they are trying to promote pedophilia. Tell them. I'll tell them why. So some could argue that they're trying to advertise it and encourage it. Normalize. Normalize. And that is the case. That is what they're trying to do. But it actually goes a level deeper than that. Satanists, people who worship Satan, believe in karmic retribution. They believe that they can suffer the consequence of lying and tricking you. So the very simple premise is this. If I sell poison apples and I write apples and you come and eat one, I poisoned you. But if I sell poison apples and I have a sign that says apples, they're poison and you come and eat one, you committed suicide. I haven't murdered you. You've committed suicide. That's, because what, that's what Satanists believe. Satanists believe by telling you what they're doing, they don't have any karmic retribution. I'm not responsible for the, for the, the concept. I'm not responsible for all the negative fallout from my actions if they understood what I was doing and allowed me to do it. This is why they show you and tell you what they're doing. If I show you and tell you that we are pedophiles and you continue to buy our products, then you're supporting pedophilia and you're obviously okay with us being pedophiles. If I do it hidden behind your back, then you can argue and say, I didn't know they were pedophiles. But by showing you, I've shown you I'm a pedophile. You still want to wear my t-shirt. So obviously what I'm doing is okay. And this karmic retribution model and the way that Satanists view the world. And when I say Satanists, I genuinely mean people Satanists, who worship real Satan. The people who are in charge of these brands and in charge of the Western world and in charge of the Matrix genuinely worship Satan. When you understand the idea of karmic retribution, you can apply that to so many scenarios. They're doing this with everything. That was very interesting. And I said, like, you know, look, I, I just report the news. And I thought that this was a very, very, very interesting take on this, particularly. And like I said, guys, and this, you know, it, it, it's so funny. These things seem fringe, but they're not fringe because it's it's all there. It is it is all there. The, like I said, there are people that do deep dives into this stuff on Twitter, and they will show you the imagery. They will show you um these people that are in charge of these luxury brands. They will they will show you these people wearing shirts um that that talk about that's a cannibal cult uh they will show these people doing these photo shoots 
uh, where they're sort of like bathed in blood and, and holding what are basically facsimiles of, of their children, right? So they'll show you these things because these things, these this imagery is out there. And I, I think that it be it is so fringe and it just seems so weird because people don't want to acknowledge uh, the existence of this evil in the world. And, you know, the push to normalize pedophilia is very real. Um, child sex trafficking is very real. I went to, I was working with an organization called Our Rescue, a really great organization. Looked them up a couple of years back. Um, this guy named Tim Ballard, all, you know, he did. And they did a, a really great movie that was based on a rescue that he did called Sound of Freedom. I don't know whatever happened to that movie. I went to a screening of it. It was supposed to come out. I don't know what happened to it. Um, but, you know, he rescues children from being trafficked all over the world. And so when you realize that this is the game that the elites are playing, and you realize, like, every once in a while, the mask slips. And every once in a while, they go a little too far, and they push it a little bit too much. You are not supposed to notice this Balenciaga cam. You were not supposed to notice this imagery. It was supposed to be... One of those, oh, those kooky, crazy, conservative moments. And it was supposed to be, oh, look at how crazy they all are. But it blew up even bigger than they thought because, and this is where I think they underestimate the people. Because they think that everybody is as sick as they are. And they think that everybody is so enmeshed in the, in this world of, of Hollywood and fashion and wealth and all of that other stuff that they're able to hide the darkness underneath. So they went a little too far in making it overt. Oh, and this stuff will come back again. Do you think that another brand won't try this? They absolutely will. It'll just be in a different format. It'll just be a little harder to decipher. But they'll do it again. <clears throat> do I know about the Satanist stuff that, that Andrew Tate is talking about? Like, I have no idea. You know, I, I don't get into all of that stuff. But what I do know is that there is a very obvious push to sort of start grooming the American population to accept pedophilia. And ads like this Balenciaga campaign are a part of it. Uh, you know, this push to say that three-year-olds are transgender, that's a part of it. Um, drag queen story, like all of this stuff is a part of it. And they expect you not to notice, but at least in this case, they did notice. And, you know, Kim Kardashian, the statement is weak. She's not going to turn down a check. This pretty much proves, you know, where she stands. She doesn't stand for kids. She stands for her own kids, maybe. And she stands for her bottom line, and that's it. So she's not going to leave Balenciaga. She's going to continue to do it, and they're going to hope that this blows over um, in six months. And... You know, celebrities will be doing Balenciaga campaigns again, and they'll be Fashion Week and all this other stuff. And then this will just be some footnote. Oh, the crazy conservatives. Oh, remember the kooky conservatives when they found that ad? So I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen with this. I know that Kim Kardashian's response was total weak sauce. And these luxury brands, you know, whether it's Balenciaga or somebody else, they'll try this again. Believe me, they will definitely try this again. But. It's good for us that at least, you know, we've got eyes on it now and, and we know what to look for. All right, Problematics, thank you so much for joining me. As always, you can join me on Can Cancel Rob Smith every Tuesday, Wednesday, and Friday 
on Apple Podcasts, iHeart Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'll see you next time. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, this is Vivek Ramaswamy. The media has systematically lied to you. The Hunter Biden laptop story, the origin of COVID-19, the Trump-Russia collusion hoax, or how your money's being spent in Ukraine. Enough already with the lies. No more lies, hard truths only. That's what the Truth Podcast is all about. It's not standard conservative talking points. If you want that, go somewhere else. But if you want the hard truth delivered to you in a way that challenges you and will challenge me intellectually, you're not going to find anything like this on the internet. Subscribe to The Truth Podcast today on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.